in the sixth grade. In the sixth grade, I got in trouble in school mm-hmm. and I got suspended. Mm-hmm. And my mama told me on the phone she was gonna fuck Ooh. me up when Dang. she got home. <laughs> I did ask, grabbed that knife, and thought about stabbing myself before she got home. Really? I don't know if I thought about killing myself. I thought about cutting myself to the point where I would have had to go to the hospital and she she couldn't do shit. She would have. Yeah, like I was trying to figure out a way to how to get out of it, but I ain't had a heart to do it by the end of that shit. What was high school like for you? Popular. I've never been a lame. <laughs> Never. Everybody knows me. Very popular. Uh. My classmate. Who? The baby. Kind of getting it you to you. School with him? Yeah. He what? went to school with me. He's younger than me. I'm saying like y'all was in the same. We were in class. the same school. We went to theater. We had theater class together. Did you see this in him? From day one. I knew he had something in him when we were in theater because he'll be the goofiest motherfucker. And then when he get on that stage, he gets into it. He gets to it. We I remember we did this Dr. Seuss dumbass play for class. It was fourth grade. And he surprised the shit out of me. I was like, cause we we know him as John John. So I used to be like that nigga John John really be acting like he was really like I think he I think he was Dr. Seuss. So now she running with it with full confidence. But she wasn't confident but in that shit she, 60 she, days ago. She had she had a, a song that a lot of people play. I do my hair toss, check my nails, baby, how you feel, feeling good as hell. She's been saying that. Yeah, that is a cheesy ass. But that's song. her that's her song though. Right she now it's cheesy, it. but I feel like 30 years from now, we're like, oh, that's an amazing song by a black woman. It, you stupid. It's stuck around. <laughs> you are stupid. You're, it's your boy, Robbie Dean, back with another one of those fire-ass episodes of Me Blanc Amigo. And this is episode 51, first episode of the new decade, 2020. What it do? Uh, episode 51, gym versus surgery. How to lose 100 pounds. Um, in this episode, I had a friend pull up who I just met. And uh, she had a unique perspective on her weight loss journey as she has... Pretty much gotten the uh, surgery everybody is starting to get. Um, I want to say it's gastro bypass, but it's not that. But it's pretty much they go inside the stomach and clip some of the stomach out and throw a band on it to make it tighten up and, uh, you know, pretty much shrink the stomach, shrinks the stomach, which pretty much shrinks the appetite. And uh, she was pretty much just breaking down her beginning process of it being that she's maybe a month or two out of surgery and going through the beginning healing stages. So we were speaking on that and we also spoke on how I naturally lost 100 pounds. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I went to the gym. 
six days a week for going on since 2014. We in 2020, so that's, you know, five, six years now. I went to the gym two to three hours a day, six days a week. Made a commitment to a lifestyle change. And uh, here I am, 100 pounds down six years later, looking, feeling, and moving better than a fucking 17-year-old. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we pretty much did the comparisons and contrasting, too. She's very firm and belief in her stance, uh, uh, how she took her weight loss journey. And, you know, I'm very firm and a believer in my stance on my weight loss journey. So uh, we pretty much break down both sides in the story. Other than that, um, we talked about everything around that depression therapy, uh, suicide. Uh, oh, she also spoke on how she went to high school with the baby and how he was um pretty much like a a good theater student um said bro was like very good like when it was time to go like action the nigga could snap into playing any role and how you know that's a dope gift and an ability that plays into the artist who he is today so we kind of stumbled on that story towards the end of the podcast uh other than that you already know my shit is A1, A1, A1. Always getting more litter, litter, litter. More titter, titter, titter. Um, Oh, real quick. I wanted to speak on these points because I didn't get to speak on them in the uh, podcast. So, a lot of people want to know when you get too big and then you lose a lot of weight. Does your meat get bigger? My opinion, yeah, it does. But in a different way. Let me break it down. See, people think, oh, the shit just supposed to grow out straightforward. Nah. Ain't no answer to that. If a, if a motherfucker had an answer to that, he'd be a billionaire. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers waiting in line for that, that medicine. You know what I'm saying? Um... What happens is when you gain a lot of weight in your hip, the thigh, the knee area, you start to become built like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? You got curves down their hips. I see it on a lot of niggas as they get older. Niggas, the simplest way to hit that motherfucker is cardio. You got to start running, bro. That's the simplest way to hit that. Um, other than that, yeah. So when you lose all this weight, all that area clears out, which means all that area around your, your pelvis and your hips, all that shit clears out and empties, which makes your shit look bigger, even on soft, even on presentation. You know what I'm saying? The shit looks bigger. So that's my answer to that. And another thing I wanted to speak on, um, Rivera signs to the Redskins. We're happy he recovered real quick. Happy for the man. Time to move on, Panthers. Let's get it. Uh, follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby. Like my shit. Comment on my shit. And subscribe to my shit. Like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. I'm out. This shit don't cut the fuck off.
the fuck? And it's blowing out cold air. That shit turned on. I'm here. The prettiest Charlotte nigga alive. That sound good? <laughs> yes. Hold on, y'all. This shit gonna thump right here. Don't kick the mic. I'm the type to take your hope and realize I'm something good. I'm on the floor to make a bill ride. Got up with carpet burn. You, you like that song? That shit hard. I don't like that song. You must have got up with carpet burn. I never got up with carpet <laughs> burn. I think that's why I like the song. <laughs> but I'm here. And this is going to be one of the most candid, oh. personal, Ew. sad, <laughs> no. tear-jerking-ass nah. podcast. <laughs> because in this room, you have two examples of... What's the word I'm looking for? Um... Resiliency. You think that's the word? Resilience. Resilience. But are you saying? Perseverance. You have two people in this room who aren't afraid to persevere in the clutch moments. I. And you. Yeah. I was going to start with me first, but I'm going to go to you. Okay. Now, you have had a certain type of surgery yep. in the last what week month two? Uh, it was november the 25th so about three three weeks ago three weeks ago you had what is it called it's called the vertical sleeve gastrectomy also known as vsg surgery aka weight loss surgery aka gastric sleeve surgery but it's just weight loss surgery, basically. Now, I don't even think I want to get too in-depth into it just yet. I feel like we're capable enough of squeezing out uh, a random conversation. Okay. So, um... Fuck it. Let's get into it. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> so, um... reason I wanted to have you on here was obviously... You had the surgery. I never had nobody on here who had that surgery. Um, now, what you about to hear, I never told you. Okay. You probably don't know, or you do know. I don't know. But I used to be big. Mm -hmm. Big. I'm talking about my heaviest days. I was at about 316. Mm-hmm. 316, 6'3", 316 pounds. Now, my average weight, I fluctuated between 270 and 290. Mm -hmm. And my breaking point was springish going into summer 14. Spring going into summer 14, uh... My homeboy came home. He was home. It was the off season. He was a ball player, played mm -hmm. pro ball and shit. He was off season, 
And he always talked about this certain artist he fucked with heavy, YG. Mm -hmm. YG was white hot right now. I'm talking about this was when Who Do You Love was out and all that shit. And he mm -hmm. got the Drake co-sign and mustard on the beat. Ho was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so damn, YG comes to town. My dog hit me. Yo, we gotta go to this show, bro. I'm dipping off for training camp and shit in a little bit. Nigga, let's go make memories. I'm like, fuck it. Let's do it, bro. Let's get fucked up. Let's go to the show. Hit the club afterwards. Da-da-da-da-da. So, at this point in my life, I was 24. 24 years old. And... I hadn't been out in a minute. It's probably been about a six month span before I had went out as far as like having to dress up and get nice for the night and shit. Mm -hmm. So damn, I get dressed. I'm looking around for shit, throwing all my last little bit of shit on. Only outfit I really had at the moment, at that time. Um, I throw the pants on, only pair of pants I really had that fitted me at the time because my weight fluctuated so much and this at this point I was on the higher end of my weight fluctuating. Mm -hmm. So I put the pants on, I get dressed, I'm walking out. I take one step in an awkward position and the fucking button pops off mm -hmm. on my pants. Mm -hmm. The button pops. And I'm like, fuck. Couldn't do nothing about it. At this time I was broke as hell. Couldn't even I wouldn't say I couldn't afford to go get a pair of pants, but I wasn't finna spend no money on a pair of pants for that night. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um And at that moment it was like, damn, you know, I'm stuck in the house and I'm finna miss a moment. And in that moment was when I decided to take my ass to the gym. Mm hmm Uh at that point I had uh Started going to the gym about six days a week. I started, I stopped eating meat Monday through Friday. And I would um, leave myself the weekends to eat whatever I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And that shit was a blessing because when I did that, I would, uh, I figured out exactly the type of foods to put in my body. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm going to pause it right there, and I'm going to come back to that whole first... That's an introduction. Like This podcast, you're going to talk. I, I'm just introducing, yeah. introducing the shit. I'm pretty sure you're going to make me talk. <laughs> so, at that moment, I decided to get my shit together. Da, 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 da. So, my question to you is, what was your breaking point? Mm. Damn, this so, is just the introduction? I just set all that shit. up just to ask you, what was your breaking point? <laughs> okay. Um... I would say about a few years ago, I was dating this this guy mm -hmm. who I just loved so much. I was in love with him. I was head over heels for him. I believed everything he said. He could have told me that the motherfucking Scott was red, and I would have been like, you you're right, babe. You would have fought your family. Yes, babe. Yes, you're right. It's red. It's <laughs> red. And he was like the only dude I had ever been with that had kids or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there was this one day... He just decided he didn't want to be with me no more. And it, it broke my fucking heart. And I kept saying, you know what? Fuck that nigga. I'm going to have me a revenge body on his fucking bitch ass. And I'm just going to, you know, be be me. Because I'm already that bitch. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to do it. And I kept saying, 
I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <clears throat> I had worked a few different jobs with good insurance, and I never got the chance to even do it. This past time I, at my new job, I was like, you know what? I'm getting that damn surgery. I'm doing that shit. But I had to realize the reason why, even though I was at those other jobs and I wasn't able to do it, yeah. was because I was trying to do it for the wrong reasons. Mm. I was trying to do it to try to be petty or try to get back or whatever with someone else when... The whole reason for me doing this for me, for my health. My health has started declining. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the year, and I kept saying, I'm going to do it. The whole process to get in the surgery, you have to go through multiple doctor's appointments. You have to go to see therapists. You have to see nutritionalists. Mm-hmm. So in that, you find a lot out about yourself. But my first visit to, to therapy, I cried like a baby. Mm. Like a baby, I could. I was. I was supposed to go. I was supposed to go, and go out. Go to work afterwards, and I call. I said I can't do it. I called my my mama, and I was just like, damn. And then another part to it was, I had to go to do a sleep study, and I have to sleep with a fucking CPAP. What's that? A breathing machine. You had to for that yeah. night, or you usually. Do? Whenever you go and do the test, they they don't put it on you, but they monitor your sleep, like they watching you sleep. They have you hooked up all this shit, which in your brain, yeah. everything. I did that shit in tenth uh, grade. One night I had to stay the night in the uh, mm-hmm. room, and they hooked all that shit up to me. They thought I had sleep apnea and shit. Yeah, so I had obstruct severe obstructive sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. They had to put the machine on me while I was there. I had stopped breathing 39 times. What? In an hour. Damn. It's still like that? Nah. Because I sleep with the, with the shit. I barely even sleep with it on now. I'll be going to sleep without it on. But, like, it's a lot of shit to that. Like, I had started developing anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I was having, like, anxiety stuff. And to be just real honest and shit, I was depressed as fuck. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I still have those days. Because, I mean, it's still, everything is just still so new. And to me, change can be depressing. But, but yeah, I just, it was a lot of shit going on. And then I realized I need to not try to do this for some for the benefit of somebody else or whatever yeah. I thought I was trying to do. I had to do it for me because I was killing myself. Right. So, I say sometimes that I ain't, I don't know if I'm happy I made the decision, but I am. Because it, it's helped me. Mm. Now, therapy. Oof. I would have go straight to therapy from there. In therapy, um, first and foremost, you said therapy fucked you up and therapy broke you broke you down. Um, <clears throat> what got to you without you bursting out in tears in here? I'm not gonna burst out in tears, mm. but. I, I'm going you to. Must not I'm, I'm going to therapy next week, so you I'll bust out in tears there. Interview skills, <laughs> but I mean, to be honest with you, when I came in there, she said hello. I said, "Hey, you know." She was just like, "So you, you're gonna have to sleep?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm really excited." Yeah. And then she said, "So let's talk about your eating habits." Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Okay." Yeah. She was like, "Um." Asking me like what I like to eat, fries, ice cream. That's my favorite shit to eat. Mm. 
And yeah. I, I could just, I could eat that and I won't, I don't have to eat anything else. But I'm not exercising and it's, you know what I'm saying? The shit that I'm eating got sh- pounds and pounds of sugar. So she said that and then she wanted to talk to me about my triggers. And that's what the fuck broke me all the way. And Break I, down what's a trigger real quick. Huh? What What is a trigger or simplify what trigger is or make an example of what trigger is. You talking to motherfuckers who probably know what trigger is, but don't understand what trigger is. My trigger was, is, well, your triggers is basically something that will cause you to spiral. What is, what is something that will cause you to do something else? So one of my emotional triggers that would cause me to eat was to, to just feel any type of sadness. I could think about something sad and then I'd be like, damn, I want some ice cream. Like, Even if it ain't got nothing to do with you? No, if it has something like oh, if I okay. see if okay. I watch a movie and it's about like romance and shit and you I ain't got no nigga or nothing like and it'd yeah. be like, damn, that motherfucker. Mm. And then I just be like, you know what, let's go do XYZ. A lot of uh, one of my triggers that I had that I had to remove out of my life was my ex's brother. Yeah. He was in my life for he was still in my life. Wow. He was like, sis, he, he used to call me his sister. We was like really talented because my ex, we went to school together. I went to school with his brothers, all of that shit. Okay. So I had already knew them. His baby brothers, who I got close with, that he take care of his mama, which I used to do that too. So he, I used to be over there, like still over there chilling every now and again. Mm-hmm. And I realized I had to remove that because every time he would call me, he won't talk about his brother. I don't want to talk about that. Let's yeah. talk about something else. Right. And I realized that was that was a trigger because I'd be like, he'd be like, oh, he's just so great, make it like he's just wonderful without me. Mm. And I used to be like, well, bro, why you tell me like, I well, I, God bless him. That's what I would say. Yeah. God bless him. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he, I just, I, I couldn't have that shit in my life. That nigga, nah. But that was a trigger. I had a lot of different, a, a lot of different triggers. But even when she, just the thought of thinking about what causes me to do, it just was like it's you suppress a lot of shit. Oh, that's how I am. Yeah. I suppress a lot of shit. Cause I let a lot of shit ride, and I just don't. Sometimes I just don't fucking deal with it, and that's very unhealthy. Unhealthy because you have to deal with things. Yeah, and. That's just what I do. I just don't deal with it. I like shit don't happen. And then when you ask me about it, it brings all those emotions up. Mm. And like even the day when I left there, I went and I and I had Chick Fil A straight From over there. And- Hell yeah, I was depressed as shit. I felt like I was slipped my damn wrist. I was depressed. Why? Because just think like. I don't know. Depression for me is just like really different. I guess for me, I'm a real mental person. I like to I like to get in people's head, and mm-hmm. I like and I always I'm always in my head, and I may overthink shit. Mm-hmm. But depression is like for me, it's like I dwell on it, and I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm learning to not to not do that. To deal with things as they come head on, and to just place my energy somewhere else. So. Good vibes is really big right now for me. Liar, please. Hold on. I'm writing one thing down. Okay, so 
we just speaking on the first thing when you spoke on therapy. Yeah. You realize we just went like five to seven minutes right there. Yeah. Um. You said you got there. She asked you that, and that's where you um got to that and broke down. So what happened next in therapy? Did she help you identify with those things? And she did. Broke it down and all this. She shit? here. She um told me she recommended this book mm-hmm. called Emotional Eating. It's, I got it on Amazon. It was like twelve dollars, and. I'm like, sometimes I'm a procrastinator. So she told me the next time you come see me, I want I want to see where your progress is with that book. Because yeah. it's like, it's a workbook. It's an emotional eating workbook. And it helps you. It also helps you to identify what is it. And it's, it's almost kind of like a little journal. Yeah. Somewhere. So what are you, what am I feeling? What am I eating? You know, trying to really understand really what's what's going on with you why mm. you're using this as a coping mechanism because that's basically what i used equivalent equ- made the equivalency to food was a coping mechanism now let me ask you this because i just sprung this theory up do certain type of foods relate to certain type of situations or is it because in the heat of the moment things happen and that day you chose that food and now you're mentally stuck on that food. Well, it's not a specific food with a specific situation. I'm just a fry person. Mm-hmm. So any occasion, I would eat fries because I love fries. That's just my thing. But, I mean, it would just be something that I really, really like. And then I would, if I need comfort in, then I'm just going to pick and choose which one I, I want to eat. My other favorite was Chinese food. I love Chinese food. I don't think I'm going to ever stop loving Chinese food. I just can't eat a lot of it. But, I mean, that was another one another one of those foods. Can I get the water, please? Yeah. Thanks. Now, <clears throat> you're in therapy. She helps you identify with these things. Mm-hmm. What happens next? I'm crying like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm basically just bawling out. And she's just like, it's okay. She was like, this is a safe place. You can, you know, are you, do you have thoughts? The first thing that they want to know when you're in therapy is if you have any suicidal thoughts. Now, for a long time, I never really even realized, like, even knew, like, why would somebody ask somebody if they having suicidal thoughts? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I kind of somewhat had suicidal thoughts that I realized, like, yeah, you gotta, you know, that is, like, an unnecessary question. She asked me, have I ever... When thought did you about have it. suicidal thoughts? Like, especially like after me and my ex-boyfriend broke up, I was like, I just want to end it all. Like, I was that in love with that nigga, like for real, that I was just like, fuck that shit. But then I was like, I'm not about to fucking end my life because he's a dick. Mm. And then I was just like, okay. But then I still was coping with not being. I guess when things when things change when things change when there's a big change. It makes me depressed because I'm just like, damn, I'm used to X, Y, and Z. Now I can't even, I don't even got that no more. And even, that was like my heart. And now it's fucking gone. So, damn, that shit got me fucked up. I was fucked up about that shit for three years. Now, suicidal thoughts are um, crazy to me. Um, I don't judge somebody who has suicidal thoughts. Mm -hmm. But it's wild to me because I feel like. 
my theory on life is life is a game. Mm-hmm. This is like <laughs> the game of life. Game. You know what I'm saying? Life, game, and there's a real fucking board game called life. You know what I'm saying? Life is a fucking game to me. Mm-hmm. I can never quit this game. I got to figure this shit out. I got to get to the end of this motherfucker. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and you know what I'm saying? There's no way. Yeah. But the crazy the side the light side of suicide is the only time i ever had a suicidal thought was in the 6th grade in the 6th grade i got in trouble in school mm-hmm. and i got suspended mm-hmm. and my mama told me on the phone she was going to fuck Ooh, me up when dang. she got home <laughs> oh shit I did ass grab that knife and thought about stabbing myself before she got home. Really? I don't know if I thought about killing myself. I thought about cutting myself to the point where I would have had to go to the hospital hospital and she she couldn't do shit. (laughs) Yeah, like I was trying to figure out a way to how to get out of it, but I ain't had a heart to do it by the end of that shit. So that's the light side of that um, suicide of shit. Um, Let me document. Okay, so let's get to, um, you do the therapy, you knock that out. Uh-huh. What's next in the process? Okay, after I got clear from therapy, because when I went back, I had completed that workbook, and I was like, damn, I got to cut this shit out. Mm-hmm. And I completed the workbook, and she was proud of me. She was like, I'm going to go ahead and pass you. So you got to get passed in sections. So I had to see, a fit, I had to see like a workout lady uh-huh. pass that, had to see... The therapist passed that. The last thing was the nutritionalist. So what they do is they make you download this app. It's called My Fitness Pal. Mm-hmm. When you download it, you tracking your meals. You track in breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a snack. So I was tracking, but I'm like, I don't want to do this shit. And it also tracks your steps too. And I was just like, I don't want to do this shit. So I would skip skip days like shit went real. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. Like the day before my uh, visit, I was like, all right, let me just put some shit in here. Mm-hmm. And I, I admit, I was just putting some shit in there. Some of the shit I really did eat, but then I was like, I'm just going to put a head of salad when I really had fries. So, yeah, I'm going to admit that. But anyway, mm-hmm. so then I went to go see her. So they had switched me because it was my old nutritionalist. She had retired. So they switched me to another lady. And when I saw her, you know, just getting to know her, yada, yada. And she was just like, okay, so we're going to see where you at next time you come. All right, cool. My next checkup, I was like, all right, I'm doing, I I had just started taking things more serious Mm -hmm. i had started tracking everything i was um i had already like stopped drinking sodas and shit i had started eating healthier eating salads no bread tried to uh, chill on the pasta and shit so i was just like i know i got this shit in the bag but i was still eating for us but i was like "I, i know i got this shit so the day come, I'm at work like, yeah, I'm about to get clear from my nutritionist and shit. Yeah. I'm about to be getting my surgery date because originally my surgery was supposed to be in September. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, hell yeah, I'm about to get clear. I go to see my nutritionist. I remember she had like somebody interning with her. So we're talking. She was like, let me see your fitness pal. 
So I handed it to her, and I'm sitting up here just selling myself. Like, yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm eating healthy. Uh, I did what you said, my <laughs> nigga. You know what I'm saying? I did what you said. I went to the gym. I'm getting it in. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. So she looks at my shit. And she was like, mm-hmm. Cap ass. You still eating fries, huh? Yeah. How she know? Because she could see it. I loved it. And I was being honest. I was oh. like, I'm being honest of what I'm doing. So I had started putting, she was like, yeah, this has a lot of sugar. This, too much fat. This, you can only have a little bit of that. That, And I was like, so she told me that I wasn't cleared. And I, that shit broke my fucking heart. It broke my heart because I was like, damn. Mm. I'm supposed to get my surgery in September. What I'm going to do? I'm, I, I didn't tell everybody I'm getting my surgery. Because I didn't tell everybody I'm getting the shit because I'm excited. Damn. So I didn't tell everybody. And now I can't get it in September. Fucked up the pot. Speaking yeah. too early. Speaking too early. So then she was like, all right, we're going to set you another appointment in October. And then we're going to see where you at then. So I ain't going to lie, it defeated me. And that first day, because mm-hmm. I was depressed, I was like, fuck this shit. I had fries. And I was like, God damn it. Hey, what, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to let this shit defeat me. I got this shit in the fucking bag. So how fast was that time period between that and you getting approved? Well, my appointment with her was like October the 20th or something. And I got approved. So after I spoke with her that next time, I did get approved. After I had got approved, then they send your information. It's like a little binder thing. Because insurance requires that you have six months of supervised diet. So that's why you have to go through all those steps. Yeah. So after you, they've built basically your six-month diet, mm-hmm. then you give it to, um, then they give it over to the insurance company, and the insurance company decides if they want to go ahead and pay for it, if it's covered or whatever. Mm-hmm. So my insurance company immediately was like, yeah, you're approved. So bet. Then I had to speak to a surgery scheduler mm-hmm. to get it scheduled. Now, my dumbass didn't even think this about to be Thanksgiving because literally I had my surgery like two days before Thanksgiving like a dumbass. Mm. And fucked up. Yeah. I couldn't eat shit. I had to watch everybody fucking eat. Damn. <laughs> everybody. But was you hungry? No. Mm. Because the whole... When they... So my surgery in particular, they go in, they they go laparoscopically. You got five little holes in your stomach. They make five incisions. One of the incisions is bigger than the other. Mm-hmm. Once they go in, they're basically detaching 85% of your stomach and they're making it into like a little banana. You basically have a baby baby tummy. You can't fit mm. but so many ounces in it. Damn. And then they're pulling that stomach, the 85% out the big incision. Mm-hmm. So then after that, you know, they they just put this like surgical glue on you and then you good. And you wake out of surgery. Mm-hmm. And it ain't, that's what I thought. That ain't how it went for me though. What? It was hell. What? When I got out of surgery... I was like moving. I I couldn't stop moving. I was like, it hurts. It hurts. Like my shit was horrible. 
my blood pressure was like 211 over like one something. Why? Because like, you was panicking or because your body I, was I was panicking, one. And two, because I was in so much pain. Because I never, even even before my surgery, I never had a problem with high blood pressure. My blood pressure, I always be good. So ever since my surgery, I actually have had a problem with high blood pressure. Mm. And it's just like, they're like, are you in pain? And I'm like, I mean, my incisions hurt. They, they do hurt, but... At that time, my shit was hurting so bad. I was delirious. I didn't know who was in the room. Then when my family came back, I'm seeing shit. So I'm like, what? My cousin said that I just, she was like, stop moving. Stay still. And I'm like, no, I just got to because it hurt. It hurt. It hurt. I was in pain. They had to try me on three different um, blood pressure medicines. And I was nauseous. So they had to try me on like two different nausea medications. Mm. It was not that I was asking my mom. I said, Ma, please pray, Jesus, please, please pray for me. Pray uh-huh. for me. I was praying. The nurse was talking to me. I was praying. I, I was in that much. I thought I was going to die. Mm. That air shit is not fun yeah. at all. So, would you recommend it for the next person? <laughs> you know what? I'm still in the beginning stages on if I want to recommend it or not because I've had so much, so many challenges, even just after it, afterwards, mm-hmm. like mentally, and I don't know. I mean, but it's. I mean, I feel, I feel straight. <laughs> I feel alright. So I mean, I guess so. I mean, it's still at the beginning of my journey, so I can't really say. Now. You say you uh, went through all the therapy. You got through um, the nutritionalist. You get cut open. You wake up in the hospital. You're delirious. (laughs) And uh, you're praying (laughs) to sweet white Jesus (laughs) to save you. He he did. He saved me because I'm here today. Bam. He (laughs) saved me. (laughs) He got me right. Slammed it in my face. (laughs) Got me right. Um. We're at the house. You say it's Thanksgiving. You're not hungry. Mm-mm. Um. Exactly how do you feel the moment after you get it and the pain goes away? Like, outside of side effects, what type of, like, what is your body doing differently that it didn't used to do? Um... It's still the shit to say. Like, it's... I had lost, like, 50 pounds, 54 pounds before surgery. And I've, I've lost a few... It's still, like, I don't... And the crazy thing is, I don't see the changes. Even now, my family... I was just at home with my family. And they were like, dang, you look good. You look different. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't... What are you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. look the fucking same. <laughs> like, I don't feel... And this is just me, and I guess it's just because it's new to me, and it's still new to me. Mm-hmm. I don't feel, like, different, different. I really don't. Like, don't I don't... see the weight loss. I don't. I you don't, don't at all. You just, it's just like you hit at a moment where you just arrive. Right. That's what it is. And my cousins, they're like, you need to get, like, some more pants because your pants starting like, they baggy. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. And then, like, I noticed, like, hey, my pants is kind of bigger right there. But I don't, but why, though? Maybe, I was like, maybe it's just, maybe I stretched it out or something. Like, I don't see it. I don't see it. I really don't. 
Like, I feel like my shit moved do the same shit as it was. I'm still out here doing split split shit before the surgery, after the surgery. Everything's still the same, in my opinion, of me. But everybody else see other shit. I don't see it. Now, picking up from my intro story earlier. Mm-hmm. My button pops off in that moment. I make a life-changing decision and I Mm -hmm. commit to it. Mm -hmm. I start by going to the gym, doing full body workouts, Mm -hmm. six to seven days a week. Damn. Damn, yeah, the first year, I would say the first year I was really that consistent. Six to seven days a week, full body workouts, taking me about an hour and a half, two hours to do everything. Mm -hmm. Every day. With work, without work, whatever it took, you know what I'm saying? Before work, after work, you know what I'm saying? In between on breaks, whatever. The thing that helped me, I bring it up again, was working out those five, six days a week. Mm-hmm. And then on uh, Saturday, Sunday, eating what I want Eating what I want to. Mm-hmm. Talking about fucking wanting. That was terrible. <laughs> country. You sound country. Terrible. Country. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, eating what I want to, and seeing the 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 weight or mm-hmm. seeing it slow me down in the gym that following Monday. Mm-hmm. Now that's a disadvantage you gonna miss out on, but it kind of don't matter because your stomach reconstructed. What you mean? Just the natural process of learning how yeah. to lose weight. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I learned, I, ta- I self-taught myself like a yeah. fucking producer. You're right, like the body engineer. discipline and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. even discipline. It's just when you see it, mm-hmm. it changes your mindset for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I, I ate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I still eat. I ate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was a fucking eater. Uh, just the way watching, just paying attention to how my body would react to shit at the workouts or before workouts, mm-hmm. just naturally changed me because it's like I'm a lazy motherfucker. I don't want to be hurting in the gym. Mm-hmm. So if I gotta eat what the fuck I gotta eat for my body to feel good, mm-hmm. fuck it. I'll sacrifice that. But yeah, just a little rent on the side. Takes me four years to lose a hundred pounds. 25 pounds per year. Mm-hmm. Year five, I go to a real gym and I lift weights to put weight on now mm-hmm. and maintain. Do you feel like you're ready to go back to the gym? That's thing. I did go to the gym like about two weeks ago. I tried going. I noticed I did have more energy because I was going to the gym before I had my surgery. Because I was just like, I want to just try to get in some type of routine mm. so I'll be good or whatever. Mm. And I was and I was doing I was doing all right. Yeah. But I noticed that when I went after my surgery, I felt like I went too soon because yeah. my incisions was hurting. Mm. So that kind of scared me to go back. So that's why I haven't gone back. And I'm like, all right, 
it's been about two weeks or two and a half weeks. Maybe I should try it again. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I kind of want to go. I had asked one of my, my friends from college to try to train me, but that didn't work out. <laughs> but I feel like when I do go, I want to train her. What was high school like for you? Popular. I've never been a lame. <laughs> <laughs> never. Everybody knows me. Very popular. Uh-huh. Uh, that's, I mean, you get people that want to say fat shit, like, oh, you fat as hell or some shit. And I just feel <coughs> like, okay, bitch. Like, I used to be, nobody fucked with me. Nobody like, fuck with you? Nobody used to fuck with me. It wasn't even because I had a, a rap of being, like, tough or nothing. It's because my personality, I'm just, I'm nice, I'm sweet, I'm Southern. I'm, I'm goofy as hell, so I'm going to make you laugh. That's just how I am. I was friends with all the dudes. I was friends with everybody. Oh, really? Yeah, friends with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows me. Everybody. I can't go no I can't go to Walmart without seeing somebody I know. Mm. That's just how it is. I've never And then I used to act and shit. I used to be in theater and shit. I I mean High school was straight. Do you fear losing too much weight? Hell, fuck no. Bring it on. Lose it all. Come on, let's lose it. I don't don't ever feel like... And one thing, I'll never feel like I'll ever lose hips. I'll never lose ass. I I, I feel like it would just be defined. I don't feel like I would lose too much. Mm. Just enough. (laughs) That's, That's what I feel like. Now, closing out on this weight loss shit, my moral to everybody is, if you want to lose weight, I recommend you go to the gym. Okay. But, if you want to get the shortcut... (laughs) Oh, now see, I ain't gonna let you do that because all my VSG people on Instagram, uh, we always talking. No, you're not gonna say. Now let me tell you. Let what's me tell a VSG? You, VSG vertical sleeve gastrectomy. On if you go on Instagram and you put in hashtags VSG, you're gonna see a lot of people's before and after. They're gonna show like their progress. Now one thing that we always talk about in that community is how people that don't have the surgery are so uneducated about the surgery (laughs) because they say shit, stupid shit like the shortcut. This is not a shortcut. (laughs) This ain't no shortcut, baby. This ain't no shortcut. Uh, This shit is work. That surgery that I had began the work for me. Now I got to put in work to see results. This ain't no fucking shortcut. This may be even harder than just going to the gym alone. Because if I know now, if I knew then what I knew now, I would have just been like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Salads every day. Gym. For you real. You even got to eat. So that's the thing. And I, and I, it don't have to be that. But what I'm saying is this shit ain't no shortcut. Listen, this sleeve, it don't, it don't say, Haley, eat protein. Don't eat chips. It don't say meal prep. Don't go buy shit. It don't say... Take your ass to the gym, get on that fucking treadmill, get on that stationary bike. It don't say none of that. It just limit what the fuck I can do. It don't put in the work. I got to put in the work. So this ain't no shortcut. And I ain't going to sit here and let you say that. So let me ask you this. 
Can you stretch the stomach back out? You can. However, <coughs> that's now nah, I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I've seen people that have done that, and a lot of it is because they went back to old habits. That's why I say this isn't a shortcut because it builds your determination. You got to be determined not to put the weight back on. You got to be determined not to fall back in the old ways. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that shit can happen. Because, like, sodas, one of that's, like, one of the main things they tell you. They don't really want you to drink because that carbonation stretches. You burnt, you stretch how much you putting in. And it can expand over time. Like, right mm-hmm. now, I can only eat. I got a little kid's meal. I had two shrimp. And one fry and I was full it's gonna be like that for a while but after a while I'm gonna be able to contain more so you gotta know when the fuck the stat you gotta know so yeah it can be stretched but that's up to I, I ain't doing all of this this shit was a lot I ain't doing all of this shit for nothing what's your target goal I don't really have one. Everybody, everybody asks you that. That the doctors ask me that. People ask me who, who, what size would you like to be? Like a person, a famous person. I don't have no famous person size that I would like to be. I just want to be like me. It's gonna fall off, and it's gonna be what it's gonna be. That just is what it is. I don't really have a target. Uh, I don't. P C S. What? And these PC ass answers. Let me ask you this: the, <laughs> the year is over. Yep. You fuck with a lot of music. Yeah. I believe. I think. I don't I know. Do. I ain't sure. Um. A lot of different genres. Who had the album of the year? Uh. Quick, quick. Summer Walker. Bullshit. Oh, you're not gonna try my girl like that. Now nah. I, that's two. It's two parts to that because nah. I gotta give it to. My classmate. Who? The baby. Gotta give it you to went you. to school with him? Yeah. He what? went to school with me. He's younger than me. I'm saying like y'all was in the same We were in class. the same school. We went to theater. We had theater class together. What? I know his brothers. We went to middle school. Me and his brother went to middle school together. Damn. We used to ride the same bus. I used to take the nigga home from, from practice. Yes. So I have to give him album of the year because I mean he did his fucking thing. Damn, you damn near related to this nigga. Nah, but that's my nigga though. Uh, real quick, did you see this in him from day one? I knew he had something in him when we were in theater because he'll be the goofiest motherfucker, and then when he get on that stage. He gets into it. He gets to it. We, I remember we did this Dr. Seuss dumbass play for class. It was fourth grade. And he surprised the shit out of me. I was like, because we, we know him as John John. So I used to be like, that nigga John John really be acting. Like he was really like, I think he, I think he was Dr. Seuss. He was really like, and I wish, I wish I could find the footage of this because they have nah, footage don't of do it. That. And don't that nigga that. was really acting. I was like, bruh, it's really, he's really, act, he's really out here acting. Now, so I thought that if anything, he would be in acting. But uh, I shit, mean, you naturally transition. That's yeah. crazy that you say he was a theater kid. I did not know that, and mm. I really appreciate that. Um, 
Anything you want to speak on before you get up out of here? Um, I don't have nothing. I mean, who do you think album of the year was? Oh yeah, we gotta get back to that. You know, ventured off in the John John and shit. <laughs> you asked. I mean, I you, you right. You I don't want to make this a, a episode uh where you expose a nigga and shit. So fuck that. I would do a whole side interview about that nigga, okay. but nah, I ain't gonna do that. All right. Um, song of the year. Ooh, I don't know. I have so many favorites. Black, I love him. Oh, he had songs. Song. I know, but I'm trying to think because Black had a lot of songs, and his whole album "Used to Land Love Letter" was everything. But okay, I'm just gonna have to say "Summer" for the win. I'm gonna have to say "Stretch You Out" by Summer. It's not that I hate Summer. It's just I feel like Ari Lennox put out such a classic project. Shea Butter thing. Yeah. She's a, I think she has a really pretty voice. And I think she's a very she pretty do. girl. She and she's natural, voice. so I really like her. But sang her ass off. And I think that she's not gonna get the credit that she deserves because she is brown. That's just what personally what I think. Because a lot of browner girls are for some reason not really <clears throat> in the spotlight. So I she think in the spotlight though. She not really in the spotlight. SZA was in the spotlight. SZA was. She was in the spotlight, and she even did crossover records with Adam Levine, and I love that yeah. song that she has with him. But she's gonna have to go hard like SZA. She, she don't, don't go exactly, and she, because she's just so laid back, like she got some shit. Like you gonna be in in a garage or some shit, listening to it, smoking your weed, <clears throat> drinking drinking you some nice fucking brandy or some shit. She got some nice, smooth, classic shit. And whipped cream. And I do. And I love yeah, and I love Lizzo. But I think that she should have had that award. And I like Lizzo. I love Lizzo. I am team Lizzo all day. But her album wasn't as soulful as Ari Lennox, in my opinion. Uh, Is it Lizzo or Lizzo? It's Lizzo. Damn, I called her Lizzo the whole last episode. I know. I, I heard the episode. Oh, and I was shit. like, why are you saying Lizzo? <laughs> it's Lizzo. That's her name. Um, What do you think about Lizzo? I love her. I mean, because she has so much confidence. That's yeah, what I like. That's false that's confidence. What I li that's what I like about her because she has a lot of confidence. That's false confidence. And, but why do you think that's false confidence? The girl can fucking twerk and play the flute at the same time. That's false confidence. That is not. <laughs> That's faking it. She got How? bread. You want me to break it down? Okay, yeah. She got bread to cover her insecurities. But I don't believe that. Yeah, and right now it's it's just picking up. So now she running with it with full confidence. But she wasn't confident but in that shit she, sixty she, days ago. She had she had a, a song that a lot of people play. I do my hair toss. Check my nails, baby. How you feel? Feeling good as hell. She's been saying that. Yeah, that is a cheesy ass. But that's song. her. That's her song, though. Right she now, been it's saying cheesy. It. But I feel like thirty years from now, we're like, oh, that's an amazing <laughs> song by a black woman. It, you stupid. It's it stuck around. <laughs> you are stupid. But yeah, she. Um, I like her though. I mean, I was like playing her album when she when it first came out. I was blasting it, singing the work, all all day. But. But yeah, but I, I ain't I ain't sung 
nobody shit as much as I saw summer shit. I still be listening to that. The Zen out. Artist of the year. John John. Go ahead. <laughs> He had the fucking best fucking year. Between him and Meg. <laughs> now nah, I fuck with Meg now. He did it twice as But as he had an amazing year. He literally year. did it from January to fucking he January. He fucking killed Stayed that shit. hot. He killed that shit. January to January. Yeah, he did that shit though. And he really, he made it look, make Charlotte look good or whatever. And I really feel like he's smart. He's always been smart. I really feel like he was very smart and strategic how he brought Stunner for Vegas on. And just how he brought all of them on. Even that DJ, I think he brought him on too. That he be with, that be with him. All his team homegrown, it looked yeah. like. Yeah. Um, last things you want to say? Any uh, awards you want to give to somebody that I forgot? Awards? Um, let's see. Uh... No, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the only people that I like, I really fuck with hard is Summer Walker. I, I fuck with jazz, so I mean, I listen to all different type of shit. So, I mean, Summer Walker really had a great album. John John had a great album. Um, I really had high hopes for the Dreamville because I love J Cole, but that album was lackluster. Who, Dreamville? Yeah. That shit was fire. No, it wasn't. You now, like, Down Bad up. was a good. The song that Ari has with somebody else is a good song. But it's only like three songs that I really liked. I didn't really <sighs> like all of that. I can't now, even argue. It's like four hard ass songs and the rest are good songs. Right. Now, J. Cole's album. That was However, I listened to that shit like back to back to back. Drake's album. I listened to that shit back to back. I fuck with Scorpion. Which one um, was Drake last one? Uh, Scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah, yes. that was a good one. I loved Scorpion. And yeah. I loved how he I, had plies on there to clap back. That was back. a hell of a summer. Yeah. Yeah. It, 2019 was the year of like great music. We Drake didn't have shit came some, out 18. No. It didn't. It came out 19. That was last summer. No, that came out this year. Scorpion. Let me look. Scorpion came out last you summer. You lying. I'm dead I ass. That was Kiki. Do you love me? I gotta cut that was last too. summer. That was mm. not six months ago. Wait, let me see. What's okay, Scorpion. 2018 Interscope or whatever the hell he signed to. Cash money. Kiki, uh -oh. do you love me? But that was just Kiki, do you love me? That wasn't the, the album. The whole album was out. Oh. <laughs> But it was June. You're right. It was a hell of a summer. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. But no, but for real though, 2019 was the year of music because there's a lot of don't a lot that. of music. Don't say that. You don't think so? I think it was a lot of music. Good music. Good music. I mean it was a lot of music, but just not good music. So what you think about Kanye album? I really couldn't even get through it. Really? It sounds good for I haven't, two, three songs. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, I wanna listen to it. I'm going to sit down one day. One day. I ain't in a rush. You're not? That's my favorite artist. Probably top top two artists of all time. He's my guilty pleasure because his shit bump. But I hate that he just kind of throw with it. But, I mean, it's people that create are kind of throw naturally. So, I mean, I get it. I heard but, Devil in a new dress today. 
Really? Not for the first time, but it oh. came on. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so why are you standing there with your face screwed up? Kanye is Don't Kanye. Don't leave while you're hot. That's how may screwed Do up. Do you think Kanye is better than Fab? You really asking me that? I don't now, even disrespect Let me tell Fab. you, the soul mixtape. Uh, the soul tape. Uh, that ain't got nothing to do with the soul tape. That ain't got nothing to do with Kanye. That's some of his best work. I haven't even heard his new shit, but Fab. I didn't even know he was like that. I don't buy CDs. I only bought like four or five CDs out of my pocket in my lifetime. And one of them was Fabulous Loso's Way. So okay. He has that respect for me. Who do you think is the best of all time? And every day it switches from Jay to Kanye to me. Every really? day. Every day. I literally, tomorrow be Jay, to the next day it be Kanye. I, I would think that you would like Kendrick. You like a Kendrick fan. Kendrick right there. He right there. He yeah. just... These new era artists, they just like the new era sports mom. They don't care about championships. Mm -hmm. They doing it their way. They yeah. don't give a fuck, you know. So they're not forcing themselves to throw out an album every six months. Yeah, and be on tour for eight years straight. Yeah, cause that's they that's get crazy. enough and go sit home until they miss the road or the money and come back. Yeah, true that. Yeah, I mean it's it's different now. Like it's a whole new era. They don't give a fuck about them accolades, and I feel them because we didn't make them bullshit ass accolades up. They did. Now let me ask you this: Where would you rate Ti? Ti is my every time I do a top five. Ti is in my uh, bottom five A, B, he's, and C. He's my favorite. Rapper. He's like he's, six to eight. He's to my favorite. I guess. I mean, his old shit. Now, I, I can't really speak that much for the newer stuff because it's kind of a, a newer sound. But his, I'm serious, and I'll track me all of that. Like he is my favorite rapper ever. You don't know shit about two. I love him. What you talking about? I love him. He. I know. I'm just doing all my his job. Music, all his music. I'm just doing my job. Yeah. You don't know shit about. Two. I can't be your man. I don't know about that. Do it, baby. Stick it, baby. Yeah, I'll take it back. <laughs> I'll take it back now. Man, I'm sound like I am a T. I promise you, I could pull up the album right now on my phone. I am a T.I. fan. That's when I saw him in concert and I about lost my shit. I was more of a little flip guy. Game over. Because <laughs> his playing. ass is gone. I'm playing. But flip getting money on the side in Houston. Now he flipping houses and shit. He had to do something. Oh, who, no, that's ended, Slim Thug. That's Slim Thug. I'm sure. I about to say, T.I. ended that shit and ran up on him. I, I ain't trying to get in between that, man. No, yeah. I niggas coming looking for me and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You stupid. So, for the fourth time, is there anything you want to say before we get up out of here? No, just be blessed. Um, Real quick, your advice for the person who's considering getting this. Really do soul searching. Really understand your reason for wanting to get the surgery. And I think that's the most important. Going into doing anything, you have to be mentally healthy and mentally stable in order to handle the process. So I would just recommend anyone that's considering anything, any major life-changing event, to always make sure that you're going into it with your heart and your mind in the right place. Wow. And that's going to do it for episode 51, Gym vs. Surgery, How to Lose 100 Pounds. 
Again, I like to thank my guests for pulling up and showing a nigga love. You know what I'm saying? You always come through, show your nigga love, and you know what I'm saying? And I post you, and you niggas hit me back. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, I appreciate it. That's one of y'all that made it this far because uh, I wouldn't act this goofy in the first 10 minutes. I'm only acting this goofy in the last hour because, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me quit bullshitting. Next episode, man, 52, we'll be back with something more fire, more litter, 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 more titter, titter, titter. Uh, follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby, like my shit, comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit. Like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. I'm out.